Welcome b -b 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 back to the nudist colony, the no tea, low tea. Da -da 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 -da. Hey, this is uh, this is the secret uh, secret hidden uh, hidden tracks episode today. We're n number twenty two point five, hidden tracks. Um, this is the nudist colony. Uh, we're a new metal <laughs> discussion podcast. I'm struggling here. Um, <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> What's what's up? What's your name again? Uh, uh, Dylan Cobain. No, Ross Lick Ross Licktide. Ross Licktide. Are you pro you're pronouncing the I G? Kind of. It kind of didn't. It didn't. It Licktide there. Licktide. It kind of. It kind of disappeared in in the throat. Okay. All right. Licktide there. Licktiger. Licktiger. Lick Licked it. Licked it. Sounds good to me. There we go. Uh, you're one co-host. I'm the other co-host. Brent. Uh, and uh, we back with them nudie boys, first of all. Hey, what's going on, fellas? And we back yet again. And ladies. We're uh, here to discuss one comical book called See? Savage Dragon, issue number one from Image <laughs> Comics. And this is a uh, miniseries, the miniseries, not the ongoing yeah. series, which uh, we found out pre-record uh, kind of a nightmare to find online. <laughs> He's uh, all hooked up. Yeah, but uh, we'll we'll discuss that before we get into that, though. Yeah, we've got yet another <laughs> new metal soda to try, which is, of course, a Mountain Dew varietal. <laughs> so uh, today, did you think we were gonna do something else? <laughs> we can't stop. We won't stop. Nope. Uh, this is a major melon flavor of Mountain Dew. I feel like I've had this before, but it's been over a year or. If it's been on this podcast before, uh, I forgot. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I think I have tried this, but it was a long-ass time ago. Like, yeah, like last summer. I yeah. think I just tried it maybe once. Okay. Which bodes well for it now. It's stuck <laughs> in my brain that, that, that solidly. It is a beautiful shade of pink. Truly. I do love this. And I love that uh, that lime-colored green on top. Just yeah. th Those are two uh, colors that complement each other very well. It doesn't scream like uh, like. It's funny because it's like it's pink, so you're like, oh, pink is a girl color. But then if you look a little bit closer, there's like, um, <laughs> like cannibalistic uh, watermelons, and then there's like one dude, one melon who's like mad and he's got like sharp teeth. Um, I feel like they're trying to like masculine up this pink drink. Mm -hmm. I think so. Guess be like, oh. Men don't drink pink shit. Let's put let's put Audrey two on it. <laughs> Seriously, it looks like Audrey two. These little these little monster melon guys. Yeah, uh, the the one guy up front, he does look like some type of uh, like army general or something like <laughs> yeah. that. It's like Arlie Army if he was a watermelon. <laughs> it looks like it's from a uh, like a '90s Saturday morning cartoon that lasted one season. <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Uh, the Melon Brigade. Attack of the Killer Melon. It's uh, it's back to back with episodes of Heathcliff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Heathcliff. Oh, what can't he do? Maintain the cartoon series, evidently. He, he can't eat a fish without stripping all the flesh off the bones. He one throats it. You know, yeah, it does. honestly, in some circles, that's a talent. Yeah, dude. So uh, let's crack these bad boys yeah. open. I'm, I'm somewhat eager to try this. I do like yeah. melon or watermelon flavored stuff, like but it. it just says melon. So I'm mm -hmm. like, is it is it just going to be like general? Is it going to taste like cantaloupe and they're just coloring it pink or whatever? Oh, you know, yeah. go ahead. You pop it. Ooh, that was a good one. 
I like melons. You know what I'm saying? I don't get it. I don't get the reference. <laughs> <laughs> I like big fat tits. All right, oh, here we go. yeah. Well, here it goes. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Worth every second of build up. <laughs> I don't know why, but it took forever to. It really did. To uh, have that little on it yeah. whenever I was opening it. And same thing for you. So, hey, here we go. Bottles are fucked up, dude. Cheers. Cheers. Laheim. Lahaim, here we go. Which whichever one it is, Ross is trying his. It just now occurred to me. This is called Major Melon, and that little tag is like a dog tag attached to the melon. So that melon has oh seen some, he's seen some shit. <laughs> and his little uh, thing in his military hat. What do you call it? helmet? Uh, it's a he's got another melon inside of his hat. So it's like it's like he's got the flesh of his fallen comrades or enemies. You know how uh, some people, man, what was that movie where somebody would collect like human ears and put it on a necklace or whatever? Uh, it's happened in a few. It's been movies, in a lot yeah. of stuff, right? Uh, that's what that's what that little slice of melon is. It's like <laughs> it's one of his buddy's ears. <laughs> it's a dark past for a major melon. And and I assume the things that he's fighting are other melons. I assume he's fighting them, right? Uh, it looks like it. Could be like a Walking Dead type of apocalyptic scenario. Oh, yeah. Good point. Where they've turned. These are the evil ones. This bottle has uh, depth to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's got a story. It tells a story. Absolutely. What do you think of the flavor? I like it. It is refreshing as fuck. It's good. Yeah, it is. I would definitely get this again. Reminds me of Watermelon Jolly Ranchers. Oh, my God. I love it. Love it. Uh there's something about this like artificial watermelon flavor that I'm just yeah. like, yep. Yeah, yep. it's good. The robots did it again, you know? It tastes nothing like watermelon. Not even a little bit, but <laughs> it's like kind of what you want, you know? Yeah. Like strawberry quick tastes like something. Chemical? Like oh, delicious absolutely. chemicals? But it's fantastic. <laughs> yes, agreed. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. Uh, yeah, this is a solid hit for me. Agreed. I'm digging it. Should it's we, a drink. Should we have a, a better terminology for for a beverage we like. I know Doughboys do drink or stank, but like, is there a new metal Oh, I thought we version? came up with that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. uh, good good call. Um, is there like a new metal? Uh, oh, boy. Let's... Like, oh, you know what? Listeners? <laughs> I feel like this is pit worthy. And, and if it's bad, shit worthy. There we go. Pit worthy or shit worthy. You just, man. This one goes in the pit right here. <laughs> this one, absolutely. It sounds like it's bad. <laughs> The pit is where we all come together. Get in the pit and try to love someone. Someone once said, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No spoilers, but it was on uh, last week's episode. So, you know, go yeah. listen to that Kid Rock one, I guess. You've heard it. Yeah. We haven't recorded it yet, but sure, you've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> was it bad? I don't know. Probably. We officially have a listener who doesn't listen to the music episodes and just listens to the secret tracks. I know. It's my wife, but I mean. <laughs> my wife. My wife. Very nice. So um, we know if we want to talk shit, we got to talk shit on the music ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm talking about all my side pieces. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. KFC Double Down. <laughs> yeah. Did you know those are back? Really? The Double Downs are back. We need to try those. Oh, that shit. That is the new metal of that is true. Uh, fast food uh, food. This is right? true. Yes. I am 1,000%. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Chicken sandwich. <laughs> so neither of us have uh, extra music we want to play this go round, which nope. is fine. We can slide right up in the guts of Eric Larson's Savage Dragon. Yeah, we can. Number one. Again, this is the mini series. I think it was like four, three or four issues. 
yeah. for the miniseries. I want to say four, but I could be wrong about that. I don't fucking know anymore. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, before uh, it went on to become its own long-running, uh, ongoing series. Long-running. Yeah, I think uh, 264. Yeah, it's Issue 264 is out as of right now. So, uh, And yeah, he's still plugging away at it. Let's see, is is uh, Cerebus still beating it? Yes, Cerebus tapped okay. out at 300, though Dave Sims, wonderful politics oh, and opinions on women. Uh, he has since put out these little mini-series, but it's like repurposed artwork yeah. or whatever, so I don't, it's like, eh. Doesn't count. In, in the spirit of the whole endeavor, that's not really... Right. Yeah. No. And you know what? He's also had like a he's had like an artist uh, helper that does like the backgrounds, I think. Gerard, I think. Butler, yes. <laughs> Gerard Butler, yeah. Uh, uh that sounds yeah. maybe right. Yeah, but he yeah, he he's a guy that does uh which do, doesn't count cuz I mean, I get whatever. I I still think Larson's is more way more impressive. Yeah, every line that's on a page is illustrated by eric yeah. larson he will hire colorists so there's certain runs of the long-running savage dragon series where he colored like he did literally every aspect of the issues for maybe like 20 issues in a row or That's whatever crazy. like colors all of that shit it's insane he's, he's a powerhouse workout workhorse powerhouse workhorse absolutely he's written and uh drawn all of the line art for every issue of the Savage Dragon. Yeah. And uh there he, was even one that that um so so image uh, was it number 13 or something? Maybe even before that. Were they with all the uh artists swapped books? <laughs> yeah. Uh I think it because all the series were coming out at different it, times yeah, and probably. delays. <laughs> yeah. It was just like maybe within the first year of the various right. series. Yeah. yeah. Where it, each of the uh, primary creators uh, would switch titles with the other ones. <clears throat> like, I think it was uh, issue 13 where yeah. Jim Lee took over that particular issue of Savage Dragon with Brandon Choi. <laughs> Luckiest man in comics, yep. cartoonist K-Fabe says. And uh, it was, like, it was cool to see these different artists draw each other's characters and whatnot. Yeah. But the stories often involved, like, other shit from their own story. You right. know, it's kind of weird to uh to not have the like actual like creator there so eric larson went back he was like maybe got to the issue like 30 or something he's like it's driving me fucking nuts so yeah. i gotta go back and redraw it just so he has like a clean run and it yeah. works you know they're two yeah. issue 13s or whatever it is that that jim lee issue does slap though it's really good it, it's so beautifully he draws savage dragon like in i mean you know it's hard to i mean obviously you can't beat like eric larson because he's mm -hmm. the guy who created it but wow uh, gives him a run for his money on his own character. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, good stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, so so you know, as as for like longevity, um, I still feel like he is, I, even though he doesn't have technically as many issues as like Cerebus, which I think still the longest running uh, creator, like one creator on a book. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because McFarlane beat him as the longest well, running creator owned series. Right. But he didn't, he, he didn't draw or write every single issue yeah. of Spawn, you know? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, currently Dave Sim has the, uh, the crown still. Um, and then, uh, Eric Larson is, uh, maybe like 30 ish something issues away from that. Right. And then, no one ever talks about this, but, 
there's this series called Gold Digger. It's published by Antarctic Press or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember the guy's name that illustrates it. It huh. looks it looks like American manga, that type of style. Yeah. But that guy is like even closer than Eric Larson is with uh I think maybe it's like two seventy, two eighty, something like that. But he's like dangerously close to, really? to beating that record. Yeah. I've never even heard of it. Gold digger? You should look it up because no. it, it might look familiar. It's been around forever. I haven't read a single issue of it, but like <laughs> that's that's got to be applauded, you know, to, uh, to oh, get that Oh, for sure. Far. Yeah, that's regardless of, I guess, the quality. But, yeah. Uh, generally, you don't the, 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 that doesn't stick around for that long unless there's some kind of quality because you have to have, you know, people buy the book or else <laughs> you just – you're like us, where you're doing it for no money and uh, screaming into a void. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, uh, Fred Perry. Fred Perry is the uh, the creator in question. I'm showing Ross oh, a picture of it. It's okay. got like uh, it's titties. almost like an yeah titties. It's an adventure setting. Yes. Uh, one of the the characters is like a, a were cheetah or something <laughs> like that. But um, I've it's, heard it's a that furry comic. Let's uh, just be honest. I, well, uh, Savage Dragon is technically a furry comic. Hell yeah, case. it is. Ninja Turtles, all of it, you know? <laughs> um, we're not here to keep shame. We're, no, we're, no, 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 no. We're here to enjoy yeah. the nonsense that is early 90s image comics. <laughs> uh, and I got to say... I've jerked off to Chitara before. I've jerked off to Panthro earlier today. <laughs> I love those nunchucks. They got little paws on them. It's yeah. adorable. Uh, I got to say that uh, Eric Larson, I've been waiting to get to this particular discussion because Eric Larson is on my Mount Rushmore of comic creators. Yeah. He's just so fucking good. You could tell he's influenced by Jack Kirby, has that bombastic oh, energy, you know? For sure. But also uh, maybe a little bit of like Walt Simonson in there with like oh, yeah, some I see, of the, I see that. Yeah. The, the pin marks. And uh, I don't know. He's just like pure comics to me, you know? Yeah. The, the, his stuff just like is like exploding off the page. Like yeah, uh, every character model might not might not be perfect, but it it uh, works in service of the story. Again, much like Kirby, mm-hmm. um, where you've got somebody like McFarlane who thanked Kirby in, in his Spawn number one, which we talked about. We were confu- a little confused by, um, but he just likes Jack Kirby. Right. Um, but you know his, and he even says he's very influenced by Kirby. But you look at his art and you're like, it don't look like Kirby. Yeah. Nothing like Kirby. Everything is like super rendered, and you know the character models are, <clears throat> for the most part, pretty. Um, you know, uh, fo- follow all the rules. Uh, but Savage Dragon, fuck that. Savage Dragon is is fucking savage, bro. Um, it's right there in the title. <laughs> it's so, uh, it's so raw. It's just, it's just fucking incredible. Um, one funny, I got a little anecdote. Go for um, it. But when we were uh, younger, not you, because you didn't smoke weed, and this was after like we I had graduated, and you weren't you you weren't hanging out with the stoners that I was hanging out with, uh, but we 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 you know smoked weed and we had to hide it from our parents, um, and uh, so we we would call it Savage Dragon, <laughs> really? and uh, you know we, if we wanted to order like a dub sack. You know, like, or we like 20 bucks, you know. Hey, can I get a Savage Dragon issue number 20? Oh, you you want to borrow my Savage Dragon issue number 20? Or do you have my, you know. And so that was like our secret code to to talk about weed uh, in front of our parents without them knowing what it was. 
Do you know how bummed out I would be if somebody, if I was like legitimately trying to borrow an issue of Savage Dragon, somebody <laughs> handed me like a little bag, you'd be like, I don't want any of this oregano. Get this out of here. I'm trying to figure out what happened to She Dragon or whatever. There is a, uh, there is a strain allegedly called Savage Dragon. I've never seen it, but I've heard people, I've heard tell of this uh, mythical uh, strain of marijuana called Savage Dragon. Interesting. Yeah. Seth Rogen should make another movie about it. <laughs> Uh, another side note, real quick, no yeah. names, no names, but you and I both know a guy who had a band, uh, that was named after weed. He called it Yukon Gold. And it took me a while to figure out, it's like, oh, okay, so it's a strain of weed. But then I was mm-hmm. like, Josh, <laughs> sure. It's not, this is not the name. <laughs> but, uh, then I was walking through the grocery store and I saw that it was also a name of a potato, which is yeah. way more common. Yeah. So we essentially named his Band uh-huh. after a potato. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We used to make fun of him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't the smartest one. Well, you know, I thought I knew you better. Uh so here is a uh an I gotta image. go to Italy, sorry. <laughs> these are these are song names by the yeah. band. There uh there's an image I want to show you of one of my favorite Savage Dragon characters. Not in this this first issue. Also, you can Google that name if you want to find out the name. <laughs> Google the band name, you'll well, find it. Yeah, we're not doxing anyone. People no, are just doing exactly. their own like work. Yeah, exactly. Uh my favorite savage dragon character that's not you know dragon himself is a character called powerhouse who's a oh giant, a giant chicken fuck man yes he fucking rules so hard and we'll put a picture of this up on our uh, social media accounts but uh my god it I makes no sense makes like, no it's... sense but that's why i love it there's a, a lot of... i'm a 12 year old would draw that's literally what it is was it okay a, that makes a, sense a lot of these characters are designs that eric larson came up with when he was younger yeah and then he just like brought them forward uh to 1992 or whatever right to uh to make this this comic and uh like dragon basically looks the same except he didn't have like this weird snail thing on his head he yeah. redesigned it to have like an, a proper fin uh crest okay but otherwise yeah it's all it's all right there it's funny that's what the same thing that uh, jim lee did with wildcats most of his uh most of the wildcat characters were based on uh, characters that he created when he was a youngin. Yeah, and I think uh, Liefeld did that with uh, Youngblood as mm. well. Yeah. <laughs> In both examples of Jim Lee and uh, Larson, you can uh, you can see like, hey, they've gotten you know the character design is like really good, and it's like I honestly improved. I like that they're using like guys that they created when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you look at like Liefeld, and it look his any new character still looks like something a twelve year old designed. <laughs> Um, so Savage Dragon number one came out on July 3rd, 1992, Man, just a day before America's birthday, you know? Hell yeah. And he's like, for your birthday, I got you the present of the dragon. <laughs> so <laughs> you're welcome, America and everywhere. <laughs> um, I don't really have the, the sales numbers on this one. I don't know that this one sold anywhere near as much as like Spawn number one or Wildcast number one, or at least it's not talked about as being the... The case, right. you know? Yeah. But to me, this is like my favorite first issue of any of the early yeah, image for sure. comics, you know? And uh, nothing I, holds up the same oh, no, way no. Savage Dragon does. No. Uh, I don't know. Man, I, I read this issue number one, and I was so tempted to continue reading for the next 300 years of my life because this. This first issue just like sucks you right in. Like, yeah. as soon as you get to the first, and here's another thing we realized is I had the actual like physical first issue. Yeah. That I lent you, 
And we both read that. And then we were trying to look it up, look up a digital version <laughs> online. So if you go to like Comixology or Kindle or even um, Images site. Yeah. The the pages are like out of order and there's extra pages included in number one that weren't in there originally. And it's just, yeah, doesn't it, it makes no sense. The only thing I can figure is Larson went back and like replotted some of it. And, um, uh, I, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Like pulled yeah. George Lucas and was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I think I'm going, oh, this is a terrible George Lucas. I was trying to, I'll work on it. <laughs> I'll have it next week. Don't worry. How about I put a little fin on his head? <laughs> Mini me. Wait, what? Just a little bitty question. <laughs> I think you're a dumb diddy dumb mini me. <laughs> uh, so let's get uh, into this bitch. Um, yeah. So what what did you think of this? Because you've read this before. I lent you a, a shitload of Savage Dragon comics way back in the day. Oh. And you and I were in this deep. Like, this was, I think I may have been in college, which would be yeah. like 2001, 2002 or something. Mm-hmm. And I was living in the dorms. Mm-hmm. Um, you lent me, yeah, uh, there's probably at least 100 of them at that point. Yeah. Um, or maybe close. I don't know. Um, but yes, I remember just tearing through those. It's like so I probably good. skipped, I definitely skipped class, <laughs> um, and was just like, could not stop reading it. Yeah. It was like binging like a, a really good TV show where you're like, God, there's one more issue. One more, one more, one yeah. more can't hurt. And then at, at a certain point you're like, it's four in the morning. I'm just gonna, who cares? I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not going to sleep. Just keep doing it. You know, how I got into Savage Dragon is our friend Adam, he lived with me at the time. And oh, he yeah. had like issue three of the miniseries laying around, <laughs> just and one just issue. yeah, just like one sure. one issue, and it was the the issue that had like Bad Rock in it. It was a, a crossover oh, with the other right. title, and so I was like, oh, let me thumb through this. You know, it's like back before, like the internet wasn't then like it is now. I, we, sure. There was no Netflix or anything, so I thought, well, got this comic sitting around here. I haven't read this. Let me take a crack at it. Yeah, and just that like. Issue three of a series I haven't read the you know the other issues on and just jumping right in. There's something about that and getting sucked in to where I was just like, holy shit, I need to go find the other issues of this. So I went back, right. got one and two, and then bought a bunch of issues after that, and I just loved it. It's, yeah. it's so wildly entertaining, mm-hmm. but there's also like drama and heart in it, and there's uh, bombast. And then there's like quiet moments, and then there's these wild twists. <sighs> I think like issue seventy five into seventy six, there's like a huge change to the status quo, and he does that multiple a times lot. throughout the the run. Yeah. And when you say huge changes, some people might think, oh, um, he moved to L A. It's like no, 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 <laughs> moved to a different reality. Uh, yeah, it's just wild shit. Or just he'll fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. And that's the other thing about Savage Dragon is unlike uh, if you were to pick up an issue of Spawn or uh, um, I'm trying to think of any of the other ones that are still running from their previous or like long running, that's it, you know. But if you pick up uh, Spawn number one versus Spawn 300 and whatever, yeah. Al Simmons roughly the same age uh, or – you know, if you did that with Invincible or any long-running series, the characters right. are going to be pretty close. Maybe a few years different you could or say, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's been like two years in Spawn time. Yeah. But Savage Dragon ages in real time. Yeah. That doesn't mean there's like an exact month in between issues, but like Savage Dragon, like in 92, was certain age, let's say 35. And now he's 
uh, what, 31 years older at this point. It's crazy. Yeah. Matter of fact, I don't even think the real Savage Dragon's still around. But that said, yeah. uh, because he's since, like, had a son who started out as a baby, grew to an infant, to a, you know, toddler child. Like, all the way up, his son is now, yeah. like, an adult with children. Right. <laughs> so, Savage Dragon's a grandpa. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 wild, but it it fucking works. It's like a cool yeah. experiment, especially when, uh, for various reasons, Eric has taken like large chunks of time off making the comics. Yeah, uh, like when he was uh, the I guess the original founders of Image, Image Comics, they rotate, um, being publisher versus president versus vice president of the company oh, or I whatever. Did, I did not know that. Yeah, and then wow. when he said that when he was uh, the publisher. Uh, back in like the mid 2000s, mm-hmm. he got wrapped up in like getting different projects approved and whatnot. So he fell behind on making stories or whatever. Right. Um, so the big chunks of time that are kind of like missing there, yeah. but like he makes up for it. It's all fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, more than me. I mean, yeah, the, I, the, there's no really, there's no other series like this. Mm-mm. Like, nope. not even. I'm trying to think of like one series you could say like, well, it's kind of like this, but I'm coming up blank. I I, I got nothing. Like he meets Obama. Mm-hmm. God tells him to fuck off. <laughs> Not Obama, but God tells Obama is to... God. My God. <laughs> My God, Michelle's arms. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, was it Savage Dragon or God? Wait, who said fuck off? I think it was God. God. I think it was a big deal because God cursed. It may not have been fuck uh, yeah, off, right. but it was like he definitely said fuck. Yeah, you're fucked or something. Yeah. Get fucked. Get fucked. Get fucked. That's where you I got it. I wish he said that. <laughs> um, no, he said yeah. He said the f word. <laughs> We've been saying it. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and like people lost their shit. Yeah. Like people were pissed off that you had God in there, and. I think Savage Dragon was like butt ass naked. Like he was hanging dong whenever it happened. <laughs> I think he hangs dong a lot in it. Um, and it, but I, I don't, I, I don't know if you ever like fully see it. It's always like a shadow. Um, do you see, do you see Savage Dragon's dong ever? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Full in I light. So. Cause I, I know there would be like stuff where he's like in the shadow and you just see a, like a dong hanging down. I'm trying to remember. I want to say yes because they do show like how many I want to be delicate about this a woman's coos every once in a while but uh those are tits don't they oh yeah okay absolutely yeah. oh they pretty much show everything at this point right like right, there was a okay. time where uh like when Savage Dragon first started it was like extreme and you know kind of like uh you know a little bit edgy and whatnot and it yeah. would show sex scenes but not necessarily explicit right and then for a while in the like mid 2000s it would get to where it was like somewhat more wholesome and there wasn't as much harsh language or as bloody violence or anything like that and then later on around like or issue 200 (laughs) yeah 250 somewhere there that's when eric was like we're just going to show full-on 
everything. You don't necessarily see uh, penetration, yeah. but it's like everything up to including. <laughs> uh, so uh, actually what God says. Yeah, I, I just pulled one random off the shelf and was just flipping through just to see. And I you, you see like the, the bottom of coochie lips hanging below her shirt. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's awesome. <laughs> so uh, I found this image of that you're referring to. It's God pointing at the reader, essentially, who would be the savage dragon. It says, don't fuck with God. That's okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with God. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, and p- people were mad. I remember it was a big deal. Like it, it was on the news and stuff. Like it was a, it was, it was a. I think you know it's funny though because like nowadays no one would give a shit if a comic said that. It would be like edgy or whatever, edge lordy. You know, people would be just rolling their eyes because it's been the thing like that had been done to death. But he was really like <laughs> kind of one of the first ones that started doing that in a mainstream comic that was just like fuck this. Because you got to think at the, at the time you just had Marvel and DC. Like I mean, you had all these other publishers, but they weren't big. They weren't selling millions of issues. Um, they were barely a blip on the radar. But Image comes along and you know said, "Fuck the Comics Code." Which, if you're not familiar, the Comics Code was to, to shorten a long story, um, uh, an antiquated rule that like banned certain things in comics. And, you know, all Marvel comics and all DC comics were always stamped with the comics code approved, which meant that, you know, they followed these specific rules. Well, Image, you know, of course, was like, fuck that. We don't need it. We don't want it. It's an antiquated thing because it it happened in like the 60s, I think, Um, maybe the 50s. Um, So it's like an antiquated censorship thing. And um, uh, Image dropped it. And was just like fuck this, and so that's when they really, or well, I say drop it. They never, they never did it. Right. There was no comics code ever on Image, and it was a big deal because you you didn't see a book that was out there selling millions of issues or even hundreds of thousands of issues that wasn't obeying the comics code. Yeah, and it was this extreme, and then also being sold to kids essentially yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure like there was no there was i think it may may would may maybe had like a mature readers only i, I don't think the early issues at all did mm-hmm. though so, so kids could buy it and it was never an issue yeah each uh issue of every image comic came with a handful of candy peppermints <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> candy canes you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh but yeah because because i you know fuck what 92 was it when the first was that uh 92 when um young blood dropped i think uh yes okay 92 so yeah i would have been nine and i was going in and buying these comics with no i'm sure that the comics comic book guys that were selling me the comics knew exactly what they were selling me they knew yeah. the contents of these things they didn't give a shit no Nobody ever told my mom uh, your son is trying to buy they did try to do that whenever i would buy heavy metal um, yeah, but there was like one that. guy in there that like would do it. And so I would like, I would pick up a heavy metal and kind of walk around the store and wait for him to get behind the cash. Cause there were like the two main guys that worked at this local comic shop. One guy, he, he did tell my mom that yeah, I was trying to buy heavy metal and, um, she's like, no. So I waited till he wasn't behind the counter and I would go up there real quick and have him ring me up cause he didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had multiple issues of heavy metal, which yeah. I fucking loved. Mm-hmm. Anyways, all that's to say, like, yeah, uh, Image just kept pushing boundaries and yeah. uh, we're doing things like that. And that was unheard of. I was trailblazing at the time. It was. And uh, they're still doing that type of thing in Image Comics, but 
it's more like sci-fi focused i feel it's yeah. still like very much creator owned and like something that i think comic creators uh who want to create comics and have it still be like mainstream can shoot for yeah uh but you know it's uh, back in the day <laughs> wild west yeah, wild west yeah. <laughs> image comics man it was anything goes which mm-hmm. god bless them um, oh yeah they 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 walked so that uh Really, Marvel and DC could run because <laughs> yeah. uh, Marvel and DC dropped the comics code not too long. I mean, I say not too long. It maybe mm-hmm. it was less than ten years after um, Image came out, and uh, yeah, they they dropped the comics code. And granted, they they're not doing anything quite as extreme, um, but they do have like the Max series of comics, which are you know a lot more adult, way more adult yeah. mm-hmm. oriented. Mm-hmm. Can say the fuck word. Can show boobies. Mm-hmm. can show crazy violence um and uh but but i think now at this point with uh you know disney in charge i don't think we're i don't think we've seen a max issue since disney took over right i don't uh yeah there was that garth oh, ennis uh goran parlov uh nick fury series was that post disney mm-hmm. oh okay yeah uh, uh mickey mouse uh published that oh, himself. Right, right. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember Puppy. those uh oh, oh. <laughs> That was really good. Is that Fury? He's the white one? Okay. Um, There was a... uh, 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 Howard the Duck. That series. It was a a Howard the Duck Max series where he was was like Mickey. Yeah, I wanted to read that. I never read it. I never... I remember the the, the covers. Mm -hmm. Like Glenn Fabry, I think. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to read those. But I I heard they're pretty bad. But, you know, whatever. I'll read them. I mean, who cares? If we're doing these image comics. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, what else? What else are we supposed to do? You <laughs> Nothing know? can hurt me. <laughs> uh, well, do you want to talk about the, the issue? Yeah, itself? Let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's crack it open. So I was surprised. Uh, my memory of the first issue was that it was dragon in flames in the middle of a field, right? which is how the collected edition and I guess all future made versions of the the first issue is, but like in yeah. the actual comic, it's not, it's like dragon lunging at some guy with dreads. And he's got like skulls all over him. <laughs> he's got razor arms. He looks like a pirate. He looks like a pirate. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's like the actual first page. The first scene is like dragon. Isn't he in his police uniform there? Uh, yeah, he's yeah. in his police uniform. So he's already a cop and he's, he's about to, well, Looks like he's about to punch somebody, but he he is just like grabbing him, and uh, the guy's name is Cutthroat. Oh yeah, makes sense. Really got that got that '90s toy vibe. <laughs> um, Cutthroat, and he's and he's he's socking him in the mush, and there was there's blood everywhere. Um, and I do love that uh, this is this is early Larson when he still uh, you can still see a lot of that. Uh, uh, like Spider-Man, because he he was an oh, artist yeah. on Spider-Man for a long time, for a long time um, yeah. and was really, uh, really very popular. I mean, he's mm-hmm. one of the image creators. So they, if people aren't familiar or just 
catching up image uh, was created by uh, seven of these artists, seven of these artists that were working, I think all for Marvel. Yes. Um, and we're not getting any residuals. We're not getting any, uh, barely getting any credit for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, they thought it was fucked up. And so they, they went and created their own company, which, uh, before that, you know, there were, there's, there's, there's indie companies where, uh, a guy might leave and try to start his own company and it crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. Um, image was completely different because you know, there, there had been creators trying to kick off their own independent studios for a long time. Never yeah. happened. Um, but image was different because it was literally like the biggest, biggest artists working in the industry. They were name artists. Yes. Yeah. They sold books. Like yes. you could say whatever book, Oh, and so-and-so's drawing it and it would sell a ton of, ton yeah. of issues and uh marvel didn't really seem to care um their their thought was the characters are king yes versus the creators and that was that was their mistake they thought yeah the characters are going to sell the book we can put who the fuck ever on there doesn't matter and <laughs> until image all, until the image seven left and created their own company and then all of them sold millions of issues and and then marvel and dc both get nervous as yeah. fuck i mean image outsold dc within like the first year yeah, they were the number two publisher. It was crazy. Image was, that, that was fucking insane. Uh, I would love to see something like that happen again to really shake up the industry. But yeah. I, th- I fear at this point, industry is so fragile that it would just collapse it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers would just stop making comic books. I mean, they might. They're I'm already. Waiting f- I'm waiting for uh, David Zasloff to have a scratch and dent sale on the DC Comics characters. I'll scoop up a Superman and a Wonder Woman. Yeah, a tusk of bucks. Yeah. Give me Destro. No, I don't want Destro. <laughs> Pedophile. <laughs> no, one, no, one no one talks about that. No one talks about that. That's so weird. <laughs> okay, back to Savage Dragon. Yes. Um, he's punching Cutthroat in the face. Um, there's some blood, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also find really interesting um, in this, uh, the the inking is very like Jim Lee. Uh, it looks very different than his later... Um, because later artwork, the the inks are super tight and super detailed. Yeah. Um, he gets a lot looser as as time goes on. Then again, you know, it's the first issue. He's probably he's probably spending just as much time as because he didn't have deadlines like he did at Marvel. Mm-hmm. So he probably just spent a long ass time really, you know, uh, ha- making everything just perfect. I like the uh, sound effect on this one, which is chunt so it's just like <laughs> chunt. One, one letter away from cunt <laughs> uh oh do you have the wait uh, it looks at the one above that says whore <laughs> i think it's like whork oh, walk or walk yeah but it looks like whore and cunt <laughs> dun dun na re dun dun na Spect, da 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 do you have the uh, the cunt. <laughs> do you have the first or the uh, the the credits page. Yes, yes. Um, you can go through that. Uh, yeah, let's let's go to credits page. Uh, Does that, that one say we'll Malibu that on there? Uh, Malibu Comics, yep. Wow. Um, so Eric Larson is the creator, writer, artist, and inker. Makes sense. So putting it all out there. Yeah. Um, Chris Iliopoulos. Oh, my God. King. Legend. Uh, is the letterer, of mm. course. Um, uh, Gregory Wright is the colorist. And I'm not familiar with Gregory Wright, although the colors do look really, really tight in this. They really pop. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got uh, Janie Wong as the editor. No idea. Interesting. I've never, I've never heard of such a thing. I've never heard Eric Larson talk about 
working with an editor on Savage Dragon before. What would they do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> editors generally keep, especially in comics, keep the world like consistent, but there's none of that happening in Image. So, or like, I wonder if maybe she like helped with the publishing, or like, Probably. hey, you need to format your files like this, or some shit like that, or whatever. I, I don't, don't think know. he would know more than she would, but yeah, not because know. she's a woman. <laughs> because she's Asian. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> you thought we were going to be sexist. Turns out we're racist. That's on you, listener. No, I mean, I've never heard her name. And, and no. you know, Eric Larson's been, had at this point, been making comics for, for a while. Yeah. I don't know. And then now you got Digital Chameleon on the color separators. Separations. Interesting. Rather. That was another big thing in, um, another big feather in Images Cap is that their coloring was pretty fucking good from the beginning they yeah. like outpaced marvel and dc with their coloring yeah. uh man do you did you ever read valiant comics well you you read those um Deathmate comics that i i lent you right yeah, unfortunately those valiant uh segments that was rough that was like some airbrush shit you could like go like colored pencil like somebody <laughs> You would load a crayon into an airbrush and just like hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know those stores in the mall where you can go get your dead homie's face <laughs> airbrushed on a t shirt? That's what the coloring looked like, but worse. <laughs> Every like big shot has like an Aaliyah like in the sunset. And, like... Damn. Oh, man. Holy if at first God. you don't succeed, pick yourself up and try again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, so the fight, the the, the fight between old uh, S.D. and uh, Cutthroat goes on for a while. Mm -hmm. Some real super dynamic, um, real super dynamic fight scene. And you know the like speed lines uh, on the cover, and then also in the the back are um, more reminiscent of manga. I think I heard yeah. uh, Rob Liefeld talk about that on his podcast, uh, Rob Observations, recently, where. Uh, he really got into doing a lot of speed lines because mm -hmm. of seeing that in manga. And now that he said that, like, I can't not see it in early image <laughs> right. stuff, you know, especially when it's just like the, the color is a gradient from like, you know, dark orange to a bright yellow. And then you just have the speed lines over the top of it. And then another trademark of image is like having these like kind of sketchy, blotchy <laughs> yeah. uh, borders on their, the anchor just, just go takes a, takes a, big felt marker and goes to town on it <laughs> well i think since eric larson did everything himself i think that might have been like yeah. a treat to himself it's like i'm gonna put all this extra effort into drawing the figures and uh drawing every single dread on cutthroat's head <laughs> but like the borders are where i get to really let loose you know i just right. take a brush and be like this is good and as it's gonna get you know I, I, now that you say that about uh rob liefeld i i feel like he was doing it less as an artistic expression and more uh that he didn't have to draw backgrounds i mean that's why we all do it you know come at me rob <laughs> don't give a shit no you're fine dude i know you're listening you're fine <laughs> And uh, so, so moving on, then we've got, uh, yeah, some more um, cutthroat. Um, looks like SD, Savage Dragon, beat the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. um, is, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of blood all over the place. Um, got that shiny blood, which is always fun to see. Yeah, I wonder if that was like a conscious decision, decision for mm. Eric Larson to make sure that the first fight has like blood on the page. Probably. Because that was like kind of the 
marketing strategy for Image before it started is like, hey, we're not your daddy's comics or whatever. Yeah. We're, we're more extreme. We're going to like show violence and, and whatnot. So they got some of that in there, you know. What was the 90s? What was the obsession with blood and violence in the 90s? Like you got, you got like Mortal Kombat's and um, blood sport, blood sport, blood fart. <laughs> that was an original Limp Biscuit name, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like a, all about gross shit and blood and violence. I remember that was like so fucking cool. Like, and I remember as a kid thinking, like, man, <laughs> you got blood fart on the brain. <laughs> I think that might be the episode title. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, there was there was uh, something of the water uh, back in the early 90s. So, yeah, uh, but it was done in like a very blood is macho type of way. Oh, yeah. Whereas maybe now it's a little bit more nuanced or mm-hmm. it, it just hits a little bit different now than it did then. Yeah. And people are a lot more sparing with it. And it really using it to emphasize i'm talking in comics mm-hmm. uh, but using it to like emphasize um you know like this is bad yeah. whereas in the 90s it was just like everybody would get punched once and, and punched once and like a fountain of blood would like spurt out mm-hmm. of their face yeah um whereas now you know uh if you you know you're reading like a x-men comic or something and somebody gets uh punch really bad you see blood it's kind of like oh holy shit you know mm-hmm. um it's it it works better because it's it's emphasizing when everything is all bloody all the time uh, it, it you lose the impact of it yeah um of course at 14 years old i didn't think that was possible i all i wanted was just bloody everything it was fun it was yeah. fun <laughs> yeah. easy to do um, I, I love this image of <laughs> image of uh <laughs> savage dragon where he's got like the scratches on his face yeah like a close-up of it because i say so that's what he's saying in the comic um yeah i like that he has hair on his chest too like <laughs> yeah he's like a hairy dude just kind of yeah. like wolverine and um i don't know puck yeah. Alpha Flight. Yeah. <laughs> something uh yeah because it, most especially again going back even now uh comics uh anytime a man takes his shirt off he's you know, he's waxed and mm-hmm. you know perfectly there's no hair on his chest whatsoever yeah um he's just just glistening uh oiled up that's what uh, that's how i like him but i yeah. mean uh i do like that uh yeah he was drawing him with with a hairy chest he's a cop you know you cop man he's gotta mm-hmm. be tough and gotta have hair on his chest for sure i wonder like if, i do like i have all this hair on obviously, my chest obviously we both we're just like we yeah. constantly have to bristle away <sighs> The hairs from the microphones, it's God. fucking insane, you know? Yeah, it's bad. Oh, my God. I got to get out the lawnmower again. <laughs> um, I, Savage Dragon has been around for such a long time. I'm surprised. There was an animated series uh, oh way back in the 90s, like mid-90s or whatever. But beyond that, there's not really been any anything in getting Savage Dragon into other media. Not like any oh, planned yeah, movies, no, not right. any like... HBO like he, adult animation. There's no he hasn't even shown up in like I said extra character in Mortal Kombat or whatever, which would be fucking right. Rad, you know he protects his. I, maybe he's he's protective of his IP, like too protective, or mm. he's yeah. just too fucking busy all the time. He doesn't have time to like set up deals. He just yeah. wants to. He just wants to put out comics, man. Commendable. Oh, either way, you know. Hats off. I hope that Eric Larson lives long enough. To where not only can he 
finish telling his Savage Dragon story, but that he can see people enjoy Savage Dragon, you know? Yeah. Like, that would be nice. That would be poetic. Kind of like Stan Sakai with Usagi Yojimbo. Like... I don't know that. I mean, I know that comic, but... Yeah. He's just a a, a well-liked fella, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, then he deserves to sit by... Like Thanos, you know? Like, where he's like... Sit, <laughs> he, he gets on his planet, he just sits back and looks upon a grateful world. I feel yeah. like that's what Eric Larson's going to do. He's just going <laughs> to sit his back on a farm and be like, yes. Mm-hmm. The whole world is just reading Savage Dragon. And burning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't stop global warming. <laughs> um, so after that, that, yeah. that foiled bank heist, that's when we get to Dragon in profile, like zoomed way out above him, laying mm-hmm. naked in a field surrounded in flame. Right? It's a striking image. It is. That's why I thought it was like the first image so, of so this whole series, but <laughs> yeah. clearly it wasn't. And the the cool thing is, from this point, like from this issue on, for a long ass time, like a decade plus, oh. we never knew yeah. the dragon's origins. We had nope. no idea. He just showed up in a burning field once. Yeah, and then uh, his police captain like took him in and like helped him like recuperate or whatever. Yeah. But then like eventually we find out how he got put on that, uh, that burning field. And, uh, he's got like a super wild, which I don't origin. even honestly don't even remember his origins. Really? Hit okay. Me. Can you, is it, is it, is it too long? Well, why don't we, we might have to do an episode on that Good in point. the podcast. Cause it was in that image comics, 10th anniversary hardcover that came out 12 oh, years. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Came out in year 12. 10th anniversary celebration. Um, so, yeah, we, we might do that because there's some, like, interesting stuff in there. And then also Todd McFarlane. Did you want to do a Savage Dragon podcast? Let's, honestly, I am I, tempted. I, like, we'll just read, like, one issue per episode. We'll, we'll go for 1,000 years. Yeah. We'll keep the shit going. There's a, <laughs> a, a podcast called The Savage Fincast that I listen to every once in a oh, while. Holy shit. Yeah, they oh, have, beat us to it, fuckers. I know. Uh, I listen to the episodes where uh, they interview Eric Larson. It's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. He's an interesting dude. You could probably get his, yeah, you probably get his attention if you're like, hey, mm-hmm. we're the only people talking about you right now. <laughs> Come on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, Dragon yeah, moving on. in a field. He gets uh, taken to the hospital. Uh, there's a police captain there. His name is Frank. Um, lieutenant Frank Darling. So he's a lieutenant. My bad. Um, he's... Uh, his his police captain Major Mellon is there, <laughs> and uh, he's he's trying to figure out what's going on, but also like trying to recruit him at the same time. Yeah, so so there's like a couple like like three panels um of on that one where Frank's talking to him, mm-hmm. um and uh, it's like super super duper anime, like oh, yeah. uh like he like the way it's styled and you know he he doesn't do this style. He, he he moves into his own style mm-hmm. like pretty pretty quickly but this i feel like he was um still kind of doing an anime thing which he kind of did on spider-man like if you go back and look at some of those issues it was very anime inspired like big mm-hmm. eyes and like like art adams in which art adams was doing american manga at the time um, but you could tell like there was a lot of artists that were, I don't want to say ripping Adams off, but were certainly inspired by Adams, mm-hmm. uh, doing that anime flavor. Of course, back, you know, back in the nineties, you couldn't really get like manga yeah. comics. Yeah. Um, 
like there was like one or two publishers that would occasionally like import something and uh, well, not redub it, but but translate it for mm-hmm. American audiences. Um, it's not like now where you go to Barnes and Noble and there's like four aisles of manga. Right. Yeah. Um, it was hard to come by. Yeah. And they would try to put the like reformat it to be comic book issues when it's like so much better as a little manga tonkaban those little like collected books right and uh yeah but then like and they would have to they would have to you know make make instead of reading it from <clears throat> what we say back to front mm-hmm. um from oh yeah left to right there's was like right to left and so yep. they would have to yeah reformat everything and yeah. they, I remember there being some kind of jank because it wasn't meant to be like that yeah um it was just like not easy to get people who read or read american comics back then to oh. adjust to reading manga yeah no it was it was it <laughs> no. was a big hurdle yeah why is it in black and white why is this guy <laughs> got, got crazy hair it's weird why are there titties in it <laughs> why does pokemon have titties <laughs> uh so yeah so let's uh let's move on here um we got the captain america um oh yeah i forgot about this uh what do you call it uh analog yeah, it was uh, Star, uh Star, Star. No, it, he was a guy. <laughs> uh, Super Patriot. Super pa- Super Patriot. Yeah, Doi. that's what it was. Yes, which is so funny because like he looks overly designed now. Like oh. I would not want to have to draw this constantly. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like a combination of uh, Superman and Captain America, and then also. Uh, was it like the flag or something? Wasn't there like an old? Um, th- I, that sounds right to me. Yeah, I kind of know what you're you're talking about. It, it definitely feels like it was inspired by that that yeah. character a lot, and it just seems like a nightmare to have to draw. You got all oh, these stars God. all over his like shoulders and chest and whatnot, and then that eagle on his chest is also hyper detailed. Yeah, but then like you read the page, and it sounds like that <laughs> that character uh, got in a fight with some like. Um, I don't know, like some uh, villains or something like that. His uh, uh, both his arms and legs crushed beyond repair and half his face missing. So you're like, oh, okay. So that's how you get away with like drawing it once and never again. Right. And then yeah. you see Super Patriot show up later on and he's just like a fucking nightmare of just like metal textures you'd have to draw all the time. He's got a flag on his face. <laughs> he's so 90s, but I love that character <laughs> so design. Good. I do. I genuinely do. Yeah. I, th- I, I want to say that I had like the action figure back in the day. I think oh, they had yeah, an action that, figure. I think I had that. It's crazy the, the action figures they had back then. Yeah. Yeah. And because it was at, uh, um, there was a crossover between TMNT and Savage Dragon, action figure crossover, mm-hmm. um, where yeah they they had like um both of them, uh, like kind of together like as a as a, as a series and mm-hmm. uh, they were really they were really cool looking. I had a couple. I don't remember what I had exactly, but I I had I had a couple. They were uh, like Jim Lee designs. Yes. Even yeah. though it's, Eric Larson was the one who was like, <laughs> yeah, put the turtle thing together for Image Comics. Right. But... He didn't like. He was he was almost like a producer, and then he let other people like do the series. But it was weird that it was Jim Lee doing it, and then uh, even more so, out of the figures that were made, they only did three of the four turtles. Yeah, was... that was so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like you could have just done one more, right? And then it was like, uh. Super Patriot and then uh, Barbaric, 
who's like this big red yeah. character and like the Savage Dragon. With like yellow eyes. Like Yeah, yellow hair too. Yeah. It, yeah, it was, it was a weird look. <laughs> do it do it do a turtle. Don't do that guy. Yeah. So Super Patriot is pretty cool, but that mm. guy no. Yeah. Um and I and I loved uh that, that that I remember the packaging for it. It was like TMNT and then it was like this huge Jim Lee signature over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. He had all of or added his name on there just I, I don't know if it was just to sell toys. I yeah, I can't sure. imagine yeah. it wouldn't be, you know. Yeah. And then uh uh Lieutenant Dan or whatever comes in. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's talking yeah, to Savage he Dragon. He ain't got no legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I love him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, he comes in and is talking to Savage Dragon. And there's like there's a one panel in here that's that's very, very super anime-ish-esque. Which one is that? Um, oh, yeah. Where it's like the, the lowered chin. Yeah. That's such a It's hard to say what drawing, page it is though. because depending on what it, what version you're reading is going to be... <laughs> It's going to be totally different. So we're having to kind of, he's reading one version. I'm reading the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of dialogue, a lot of talking heads in this, but it's a number one issue. You got to get some, you got to get some information across, you know, um, uh, there's, there's a picture of the, the sergeant's or Lieutenant's wife again on the next page. Who's very anime, very like art Adams esque. Um, I think it's back by going, the wrong direction oh okay yeah 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 Yeah, very very anime-esque see the the thing that i like about this first issue is we've got some action front loaded in this comic and then we've got an immediate mystery of him waking up in the field and getting to know lieutenant frank here yeah frank's red hots and we have this scene of like frank just talking to his wife in a like darkened room and it's just like but the it just keeps the pace going yeah. without being like it. It's it doesn't visually, overstay its welcome either. Right. It's visually interesting in that you've got like this lone figure all the way over to the the left of this panel, and then the stacked five panels next to it while mm-hmm. they're having their conversation. So even though it doesn't have like all of this like fighting and action, it's still like an interesting way to present this this scene. Yeah. Yeah. This this whole issue is just plotted out very nicely. Um, as opposed to some of the issues that we've read, (laughs) (laughs) listener, can you guess which ones we're talking about? We'll never tell. (laughs) The only two we've talked about, (laughs) um, both of those were plotted horribly. Um, Jesus Christ. Youngblood was one of the worst plotted comics I think I've ever read. If you even want to, if you can even consider it a comic book, (laughs) that fucking train wreck of a nightmare. And, uh, then you got Spawn. Which is paced better, which, again, you can't pace anything worse than that first Youngblood issue. Spawn is paced much better, but, um, you know, it's still, you can still see some cracks in the, he's just not a storyteller yet. Yeah. Um, whereas, you read this, and it feels like Eric Larson is a seasoned storyteller. Yeah, it's almost kind of like the first episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where it's just, like, fully formed and here, you know? Right, yeah. It, it feels like you're coming in on a world that's existed for a while, and you're just, yeah. like, the dragon is your entry point to it, because you've got all of these villains that exist already. It's not like Batman shows up, and then he has all of these villains show up to, like, fight him or whatever. Right. Like... Did Batman cause the villains or or what? Yeah. This is like villains were already here and Dragon just like shows up out of nowhere and yeah. just kind of like the new sheriff in town that 
Which is kind of which is like kind of what you want to do because if you're introducing a new world, you want to have a point of view character because right. you're introducing these new concepts and new people and new you know plot to the reader. And so whenever you have uh, like a cipher for that, um, you know you're, you're you're seeing the new world through this this character's eyes. Right. Sometimes that's the main character. Sometimes it's it's not the main character. Maybe like a like a side character or something. Um, but in this, obviously, it's Savage Dragon because mm-hmm. he's showing up without his memories, doesn't know where he's at, what he's doing, who any of these people are, what the situation is. So we get to we get to see this world with and through Savage Dragon, which I think makes it, you know, which I mean, it's kind of basic storytelling 101, but we haven't seen that yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in image. Um, so and I think I don't even know that we will again because. <laughs> This is by far the most like professionally put together comic book that image I want to say put out in that first wave. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the next one we're going to talk about can't wait. Oh boy, that was going to be a slog <laughs> to get through, I think. Uh wow, we're almost at an hour here already. Ooh, yeah. We should probably like move through this a, a little bit yeah. quicker. Savage um, Dragon fights the people at the end. <laughs> I know Frank was trying to recruit Dragon. Dragon was like, I don't know who I am. You know, he, he woke up in this field as uh, like yeah. an amnesiac and he he didn't a know what was rasa. Yes. And uh, he didn't want to like get his hands dirty. He didn't want to like get into all this ruckus. Yeah. So uh, Frank's like trying to recruit him. He doesn't want to do it. So he's like, okay. Don't even worry about it then, I guess. And that's why he was having, uh, Frank was having that conversation with his wife. He was just concerned, like, how am I going to uh, save the city, essentially? Right. And then Dragon, he just happens uh, across some crime and he, like, beats the shit <laughs> out of the sky. He's around a warehouse. <laughs> he was, like we all do, yeah. you know? Uh, he fights some uh, some villain that has, like, it, I, I read that he, or no, it was on that uh, cartoonist kayfabe okay. episode of, uh, or, Savage Dragon episode of Cartoon Escape mm-hmm. Ape, where he says this guy with the skeleton face, he actually has skin. It's just invisible. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's even more horrifying than you would think. Right? A, it's a good character design, but it is it is weirdly disturbing. It is wildly 90s, you know? Oh, very. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, he fights this guy and has a little bit of a change of heart. Um, this guy who runs the, the warehouse, uh, <laughs> he's like having he looks like carl winslow first of all he's he's going to uh to dragon he said that he spent a lifetime building that business and dragon has destroyed it in a matter of minutes and dragon's like get a grip on yourself you'll be okay i'll protect you i swear it that's the last panel on this page you turn the page and it just like the building erupts into flame what is your next page badoom see in in this version of it it doesn't even have that explosion page it just goes into rubble isn't that fucking weird that sucks <laughs> that is so bizarre yeah you're missing the explosion yeah but, but like comically when i was reading the comic last week or whatever i right. laughed out loud <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> so <laughs> like such incredible like comic timing yeah nailed it um and then uh yeah dragon is standing in the rubble he's like damn and then um what do you have after that? Uh, then it goes to Mighty Man. Mighty Man. This is Eric yeah. Larson's version of Shazam, essentially. Yeah. Um, there was a, I guess there was a, kind of like Shazam, uh, Mighty Man uh, is a caped 
super strong character that could fly. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when he says a magic word or does something, he turns back into a regular person. Yeah. And uh, the the guy who became Mighty Man, his name is Robert Berman. He died evidently. I guess he uh, uh, had to blah 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 blah. He was brutally beaten and stabbed in his home in Elgin, Illinois. So uh, that guy's dead. But mm. later on in the Savage Dragon canon, somebody else becomes yeah. Mighty Man. And uh, it's an interesting twist on a Mighty Man. Isn't it a woman? Yep. Yeah, okay. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And uh, so Frank is watching this on TV. He gets a knock on the door. It's a naked-ass Savage <laughs> Dragon saying, uh, I'll be a cop, I guess. Just get me a uniform. And uh, <laughs> literally, because he's just like, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> I'll be a cop. <laughs> and then, where does yours go from there? Uh, then it goes to a shootout with uh, uh, what's her name? The girl cop. Girl cop. That he ends up hooking up with. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me uh, try to scrub through there. Mine is like way deep into this comic before I. Uh, I get there oh uh yeah I can't remember her name but uh he shows up he's got guns he's ready to go in there's a a, a shootout like standoff Wild? uh is it Alex Alex Wild Alex Wild yeah um there's a, a shootout inside this neighborhood home and the the cops are like ducked behind their cars and everything because they're getting fired on dragon shows up he's got these big ass <laughs> fucking guns he's got a uh what do you call that thing? Bandolier. Bandolier of bullets, like these huge ass bullets that will not fit in the barrels of these guns uh, on his chest. He's got sunglasses and he does this like uh, he just shows up and Alex says, oh, boy, uh, are you going to get, uh, I guess, hurt or whatever? Yeah. And he does this like jump that where he's like fully upside down. I'm trying to figure out what, like, is it a backflip? It might be. But it's so fucking it's, rad because yeah. when he lands, he's in he's coming down in the same position. <laughs> oh, he, like, does that is in, that is new. That's not in the original. Oh wow, that's so wild. That is a dope panel. Oh my god, that's a dope panel. Holy shit. Me, you, full back tattoos of him landing I'm on this. Down. I'm not Let's even joking. Uh, he crashes through the <laughs> yeah. the building feet first. But I just love the upside down, like I know. distant <laughs> panel. That's so fucking rad. So cool. Um, and then he just opens fucking fire with, <laughs> he's got these, uh, like these wafer sunglasses, but they're like, uh, <laughs> they're like Terminator glasses, you know, like yeah. fucking, and he's got a tank top on and blue jeans and then two guns that are bigger than like most human bodies. Absolutely. He kills every single, yep. Uh, white hoodlum in this house (laughs) yeah they are all white good (laughs) is this in yours where this guy that looks like wolverine gets shot in the arms um i do not believe so interesting so this was like does not look like it a late addition to the comic it's so weird that this that's what like, he put in like, like this is reformatted this is in there right where dragon gets yes, shot in the that's I, I i i remember this panel yeah. from when i was a kid being like wow yeah he gets shot in the face it doesn't even fucking phase him nope yeah he gets popped in the face and he just <laughs> he just says that hurt and then just keeps shooting everybody <laughs> um 
and just yeah it's just it's just a couple pages of him massacring people mm-hmm. and then uh right at the end the last couple pages here um you get uh what is his name Wildstar? i think it's just star or just star? star yeah okay um he's kind of a what you call him, like a almost like a spider-man type character a little bit yeah a little bit spider-man a little bit uh i guess captain america because of the like colors on there yeah is he like he's like bucky yeah, he looks a yeah. little bit like Winter Soldiery. Uh, in that cartoonist kayfabe video where they talk about this issue with Eric Larson, yeah. he says, yeah, I drew a star like this with the long hair, and then I didn't want to draw the hair anymore, so he got rid of the hair for the next <laughs> appearance. It's like, yeah, that's how you would do it back then, you know? He does put a lot of uh, detail into the hair, that's for sure. It, it, it's it's all separate it's pin like and pencil strokes you have to do. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just like, ah. Big no. fluffy feathered hair. Nobody got time for that. Yeah. Uh, he got, he, he, Dragon's got just a fin, and he looks ten times more badass. Is that in there? No. There's So I guess in this collected edition, there's like expanded scenes. Not only are they like rearranged, but there are like certain shots, like especially full page shots of like, I guess stuff just to see like the carnage. Because there's yeah. a, a shot of like all the bodies that have hit the floor uh, oh. just hanging out. And uh <laughs> Dragons saved the uh, the lady uh, who owns the home. Crazy. I never yeah. thought. I never thought it would. Uh, These are two different, like definitely different versions. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then it ends with uh, everybody uh, trying to talk to the new cop, Officer Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, does did they ever call him? Give him a first name, or they just call him? They just call him Dragon, right? They don't ever give him a. He does. Oh my God! What is it? Paul. Paul Dragon. I do not remember that. Wow. It's like late into the, the series. Dragon. Yeah, because his they his... just call him Dragon. And sometimes they call him Savage Dragon, oh, which really? is like the name of the comic, That's you awesome. know? Yeah. So if you called like the Hulk, Incredible Hulk, he'd be like, but why? Yeah. And, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. But I don't know. Uh, I th- I think Paul is fun. <laughs> I think it's yeah. Like, so, so mundane. It's like when you name a, a pet, like just a regular person's name. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you name a cat Norman. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh God, what was I going to say? Who cares? Um, yeah. Then, then, yeah. Then you got, then you had like the, the, you know, everybody's talking to trying to get an interview with Savage Dragon, mm-hmm, the media media. And, uh, then it, it ends with, uh, the big, one of the big bads turning off a television. And then, uh, his name is Hellraiser, but it's, <laughs> R-A-Z-O-R. So it's not like Hellra- like Pinhead Hellraiser. Yeah. It's Hellraiser like Shaving Razor. Cool. <laughs> so cool. And uh, then you've got all of his his couple little minions. you got a big shark guy, which is cool. And then uh, the other, they're just all 90s as fuck. They look like the most 90s villains you've ever seen. Yeah. You ever seen. Um, the the one in the purple cloak. I'm trying to remember his name. It's like, it's like Metalhead or something. It's like Overlord or something like that. Yeah, that's that's me. That sounds better. But Eric said that the reason he didn't draw him is because he was still trying to figure out what that character would look like. <laughs> so he just drew him backwards, which I totally understand. Uh, it's like when you work for Marvel and DC, more than likely you're gonna have a lot of character reference to oh draw from. God, yeah. This is like you're starting everything from scratch. Yeah. Even though he went to his like old like childhood sketchbooks right. to get a lot of this stuff. Some of these characters are brand new, so he's like, ah, he's got to 
when he does show up, he's got to be wearing a cloak. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so uh, we, we get a, a better look at him uh, later on. As I was scrolling through in the collected edition, and if people want to read this, it's uh, free on uh, Kindle and Comixology Unlimited. And uh, you can mm-hmm. it just comes with your subscription, so you can check it out there. The first volume it's worth it's worth checking out. Oh my god, for sure. But as I was uh, swiping through here, I saw this image of uh, the updated uh, Super Patriot, right? That's in Hell that yeah. comic. Yeah, but it's like embedded in issue two's content. Oh, weird. It is. I might have to like just read this whole thing, this version of this, because it's yeah. it seems like the the pacing is going to be a little bit different it does bum me out that Definitely. that that big ass house explosion or the warehouse explosion isn't in here that seems and then pivotal. replaced it seems like it's almost like replaced with these other uh single page shots spreads that are like <laughs> that explosion was way cooler but all right yeah uh, yeah interesting uh so on uh on fucking savage dragon yeah issue one how do you feel? Is this going in the pit, or is this going in the shit? <laughs> this is in the fucking pit. This is the headmaster of the pit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Savage Dragon was in the pit? Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Was so stupid. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fucking, it's the best image comic we've talked about, hands down. It probably will Easily. be the best one that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, going back to the previous ones? Uh, let's start with Young Blood. In the pit or in the ship? Ship in the shit, Okay, and then uh, Spawn. Where are we at with that? Spawn issue one. Oof. I'm gonna say pit. I'll go in the pit with that one as well. So we're simpatico yeah. on on everything. It, just barely, and and because of the artwork. Like y- yeah, well yeah, base I mean, entire like the story. If anything is doing it, is making it worse. Uh, but uh the the art is just so fucking great in that so it it really is i was gathering images to post for uh the social media accounts yeah and as i was going through there i was like god damn these are so fucking good looking man Mm -hmm. like down to the like colors you know just like everything is, is so good but the story is like barely even there yeah like you don't even know What's going on here? This is like, even though you don't know the origins of Savage Dragon, that's like the mystery is kind of baked into the yeah. premise a bit. Whereas Spawn is just like, wait, what? Who? What color? One, what color is the guy? Right. You, <laughs> Two, what is going on? It's one thing to be like, hey, this guy showed up in a field, and it's where did he come from? Like yeah. that, that. That's interesting. And like, why does he look like that? You know, like you, you start asking all these other questions. Whereas with Spawn. The comic book is asking the questions like for you, mm-hmm. kind of where it's like, look at this thing. What is this? Like, what, wait, what is this? Huh? What does this look like? Yeah. Like, that's what it feels like. Is it? It's forcing this mystery on you instead of just being like, you know, like you trying like, like kind of just like uh like through Spawn's eyes. Like how mm-hmm. I, was, I was saying, like Savage Dragon, you're 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 a sur- like Spawn is your surrogate to like see this world, right? Um, but, but with Savage Dragon, it's like, he knows nothing. So you, you're starting out from scratch and, and, and discovering everything along with them. Whereas Spawn, there's too much given away 
in right. that. Right. Um, like you got the the power counter. Like don't bring that in until like <laughs> later. Like yeah. Just, what does this infographic mean? Right. Yeah. And then you don't explain anything about like mm-hmm. it's too many questions um, and not enough. Just like like trusting the audience to um, sort of like be there, for, be along for the ride. Yeah. And and follow along and learn. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, it just it just doesn't work. It, the storytelling on on a basic level is just not not good for spawn um, for spawn savage right. dragon fucking knocked it out of the park right like this is a i don't want to say master class but this is like um if you were like hey this is a good storytelling 101 mm-hmm. boom you got it right here how do you start an issue one of a like an action comic essentially yeah. this yeah. is it or even just an action story like right. period, like it would be good for like if you're a screenwriter and you want just hey like let me see like a basic chapter one mm-hmm. first scene kind of thing first scene but you know first segment, um, uh, the, you got it right here. Go go read Savage Dragon number one. And that's how we Done. got the that's how we got the crank movies. Yeah, yeah, it's right <laughs> yeah. there. It's all right there, oh, man. Um, and then yeah, similarly with uh, Young Blood number one, what are we doing with flipping the book? That's that's fucking madness. You if you want to see how you, not to write, <laughs> you you didn't properly tell the story twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane, it's, man. Yeah, it's true. Like, <laughs> if you want to see how to fuck up twice in your first act, there you go. That's number one. I am violently curious to see what the first like arc of Young Blood is. So much so that I actually. Uh, tracked down and bought online uh, issue zero of Young Blood. Oh God! Yeah, I've got that here, and I've found uh, issue ten as well, which has a Spawn crossover. Oh, so it's like Spawn and, and Chapel battling. So oh, I want to oh. I want to read those. I'll let you borrow them as well. I think I remember. Isn't the cover like cool on it? Yeah, I, I mean it was like think... early image. It was all fucking. Rad as shit. I'll show it to yeah. you whenever we okay. uh, get yeah, done yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of image, the next series we're going to discuss, or not series, the next first issue we're going to discuss is Wildcats number one. Wild. Weird Wildcats. Drawn by Jim Lee. Great. That's, yes. We're, we're going to have a good time there. Um, <laughs> overwritten by Brandon Choi. <laughs> I've I've flipped through it, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot to read. Cool. It really is a lot to read. Now, if the listeners want to read it, hopefully you have that in your back issue, Ben. If not, then uh, you might be able to find a copy <laughs> online. I don't know. I, I was telling you before we started recording, these image number ones that I, I you, we, everyone on the planet used to own, I have since gotten Use rid of. toilet paper. <laughs> because they were so plentiful. Yeah. They were disposable easily, right? Yeah. But now... Since we've all gotten rid of them collectively, <laughs> yeah. there there is a bit of a markup. So it's like sometimes <laughs> eight crazy. nine dollars to get one of these comics that wow. are worth less than what you would find in a dollar bin. Yeah. Um, that said, I've got a a copy of Wildcats number one. I'm going to let you borrow. Um, it's also available because Jim Lee eventually sold all of his Image Comics company Wildstorm to DC Comics. Mm-hmm. You've got DC Comics Unlimited. You can read Wildcats number one on there. So. Uh, enjoy? Yeah. Question mark? Yeah. Is that is that a trade? That is, yeah, that I, I'm letting oh, you borrow. Cool. I, so more words. 
even more words than you thought would, was possible. Um, we're just going to talk about yeah, issue yeah, one. Yeah. If you want to read ahead, you can. But, like, why put yourself through that? Right. I can't imagine it's going to be a, a pleasant reading experience. Yeah. Well, well, the art's we'll, kind of neat. But. We'll talk about Brandon Choi next week. <laughs> Enjoy your Choi. <laughs> All right. So uh, anything else for you on this Hidden Tracks episode? Um, let's see. Um, Wait, as before you you say what you're going to say. Yeah, uh, I do want to remind our listeners that uh, go check out that episode of the Terror Table. Ross and I were on. We discussed uh, what was it? Fucking oh my god, Dracula 2000 and yeah. Queen of the Damned. Hell yeah! So uh, be sure to check that out. That's available on the Terror Table's yeah. podcast feed. It's a, so, it was a fun episode to make. Record. Fantastic, fantastic. Those guys are a lot of fun. Absolutely, goddamn lutely. Shout out to the boys. You love you, Boozy and Mitch. <laughs> Mitch and Boozy. And uh, new metal and bad movies as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what else? Hmm, what else uh, you got? What else I got? Uh, it's got to be something good. Go, go, get fucked. Bye. <laughs> that was great. <laughs>